Hello everyone, my name is Lauren and this is Sex and Psychology. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you're having an amazing weekend so far. I'm really excited to bring you this week's episode because it is so different than the last interviews I had done. For this week, I asked my own personal coach to bring you guys a teaching on attracting true love and manifesting a divine soulmate juicy relationship. Madeline is a law of attraction and meditation coach. She has teachings on YouTube and is a true mentor and inspiration to me. I have been following her for years and this year I decided to bite the bullet and start working with her. I can't even begin to tell you how much my life has changed and for the better. In this podcast, we go over the laws of relationships, how to transmute trauma, forgiveness, and blockages to love. I know you guys will enjoy and appreciate Madeline's compassion and wisdom. So let's dive in. Do you just let, do you send it to manifest something? Do you just send it out there and then let it go? Or do you have to focus on it daily or at least consistently, right? And my experience has been both. And that's why tuning in, that's why we were just talking about the flow state and making sure that you spend time in both worlds. You spend time in the physical, you know, doing the physical things. Like for instance, when I decided I want a new home, I want my dream home. Like I'm, I'm ready for it. It's time. I want, I, yeah, it was a combination of I, I'm done with this home. I really don't resonate with where I'm at anymore, but I also deeply desire a home like this. And I say that because, you know, you don't necessarily always want to be running away from like, I don't want to be here anymore. I need a new home. You want to be running towards something that excites you, that it that feels like, yeah, this is right, and this is my next step, and this is wouldn't this be fabulous, and the, right. So you, so it was a combination of both for me. Like I'm done with this, but then I also really want this. But anyway, um, yeah. So I was very much in the practical by researching. Okay, well, where would I want to be? What do the homes here look like? You know, what price ranges am I working with? And um, moving wise, like how would that work? So I'm very much in the mundane and the, but it it felt right. It felt like I need to do the harder stuff now. And then there was definitely moments where, um, I, I would go into, um, you know, my flow, my flow state. And I would just sort of, or go into the fantasy state part of manifesting. A big part of manifesting is the energy work and the magnetization work. Understand that when you cultivate a feeling an energy of having the thing, right? So I would cultivate the energy. I would just imagine, I would do it by imagining I'm in this home and I can hear the waves and I just, it feels like a dream. And even if at first it felt like no way, like there's no way that would be like, that's just seems so far out. I would still allow myself to say, but what if, what if, what would that feel like? Right. So you go into that energy space, you go into that floaty space, you go into that dream space and you create that, that atmosphere within you. Okay. This feels like that. Cool. Right. Um, from this at general atmosphere, from this general energy, you're actually like, radiating that out and magnetizing it your energy pulls it back to you right so that's very real work go into the feeling space do the work there tune in see if you're being guided to move here there or the other allow the images to start coming to you this also works in relationships where like you begin to magnetize the essence of this person by feeling it feeling their you know for me feeling their arms around you feeling how warm they feel to be to to hold and kiss and like how would it feel to like walk on, you know, have night walks with them and you you feel it, you cultivate that, that aura, you cultivate that, that atmosphere that in and of itself will magnetize like energies. It's not specific manifesting, 
but you don't always have to have specific manifesting. If you can have at least the idea of what you want, the universe will now match your energy with, it'll, you'll start attracting, you know, people, ideas, situations, whatever, that match that feeling that will be part of that path. So that's the first thing. That always comes first. Energy work always comes first. And then after you've cultivated the energy, um, then you can start getting more specific. Sometimes the specifics will come to you, um, to the, to the specific of the house. Once I sort of cultivated a general feeling, then I started, I actually had like friends and family that would, would at, like pretty much out of nowhere were like, Hey, check out these homes, check out these homes. Oh my God. I heard about this. Or I found this really great realtor. And that just like came to me very effortlessly. And those little pieces allow me to get more specific. Okay. I want this kind of place. I want this kind of area. Okay. I want this kind of home. You know, then I would start seeing homes and I'm like, well, that one's kind of, I could kind of go with it, but it's not really my hell. Yes. It doesn't feel like the, you just kind of, you know, and something's like, yes, that's it. And there was one home, fortunately, that was like good, but it wasn't the, oh my God. Yes. And so, you know, I passed on, I was like, nope, not it. And then luckily the perfect home opened up. It's not luck because I was really in tune. So I guess what I'm trying to say is it's both because I have definitely had processes where I would consistently return to cultivating the feeling, getting back try, in an effort to not only attract it, but to get more specifics because it felt right. Um, there's been other situations where, um, and I did that same process with, with when I first got my dream car, my first you know dream car, which was a leap for me years and years ago. I, it was, it was consistent. I wasn't obsessed with it. It wasn't like every day I've got to make sure I write down the specifics. What you want to be aware of is when you are constricted, when your energy feels like you're trying to force it to happen versus when it's like that flow state where it's like, okay, let me tune into the energy and then start playing with it. Like I'm a little magician. Like, okay, let me like with the car. I was like, I, I knew the car I wanted, the idea of the car like lit me up. I was like, oh my God, that'd be a dream. Like, wow, no way. But then I would just imagine it sitting in my, in my driveway. I would imagine it sitting out, you know, look out the window and see my car. I'm like, wow, that'd be so awesome. So then, you know, I did that for, I don't know, maybe a week, maybe a month. I'm not sure. It was so long ago, but then I would, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to actually go to the dealership. I feel like I need to really make it real. And so I made I went to the dealership. I started test driving cars, even though I felt like, what am I doing here? Can I really afford these cars? Like at the time, but like, I just started making it real. So it was consistent. Yeah, it was consistent, but totally flow based. So, um, yeah, I've had situations where I've never, I've never had, well, except homes where I was like, this has to happen now. Like there was a time where it's like, I was moving, like, you know, the store I was moving and I was like, I have to have a home. And then it <laughs> did, I, I did, but like, I still wasn't even forcing that because there was a point where I had to surrender it. There was a point where I was like, well, maybe it's not going to happen. If it's not this, it's, I got to trust it's something better. So I hope I'm answering your question, but ultimately it's both because you can definitely, I have had situations where um, I did, I did just like little things. Um, like I would, the first thing that comes to mind is like this eat parking, parking lots, parking spaces stuff. That's like the manifestation 101, right? Begin with parking spaces. Just trust you're always going to have a great parking space. And so I just, so there's times of that where I would just like, oh, I'm gonna have a great parking space, even though it's like Christmas time and it's super busy. And I'd forget about it because it's just so like ingrained. So I think it depends on how ingrained it is within you. So yeah, you can definitely like say, okay, universe, like I want this, like I'm ready for this, like this needs to happen. 
and then you let it go. Definitely let it go if you feel like you, you're asking the universe, okay, universe, like, let's, let's make this happen. I'm listening. Like, I'm tuning into the feeling. I'm, I'm listening to my guidance. And, and if you feel like you're doing it and nothing's happening and you feel like you keep, keep doing it, then definitely let it go. Because then it's, it might, it's going to start getting into a very, like, push, contracted energy, which actually repels. That's kind of the paradox. The more you really try to force it, no good. Um, but if you're like, okay, universe, I really want to manifest this. And I really feel like I really feel inspired, guided, it feels right to do the energy work, do the energy work. And then get into, again, get into that feeling space, get into the magic, get into spirit, and then allow that flow to take you. Sometimes that flow, it's like, I really want to journal on it more. I really want to like get specific about it. And I really maybe want to go to the dealership and start looking at cars and start picking out right ones. And maybe like, call them and go in and test drive stuff. I really want to really, really focus on it. That's all very powerful if it feels good, if it comes from that place of it's flowing, it's right. I'm not like, I'm not like doing the work and I feel like I'm getting stuck. So I'm trying to hammer it and I'm stuck and it's like, why isn't it happening? I hate you. Like, ah, right. It's, it, it really all depends on if it flows. Does this make sense so far? Yeah. What I'm hearing you say is like, trust your divine guidance with it. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's really, that's really the short of it. So yeah, if it feel as long as like when you start, always start with energy, always start with the energy work, start with the magnetizing, get into that place of believing, feeling, fantasizing, oh my God, that floaties kind of space where you feel like you can start to feel the forces sort of like move it, as that's how it feels to me. You might just feel kind of like, oh, I feel, I just feel good. I feel like I released something. Get into that space first and then see what feels right. Can ask, you can even ask like, okay, what, what's my guidance here? What would, how can I draw this thing to me? Is there anything I have left to do? And you'll get guidance. Like sometimes you'll get, you'll get guidance. Um, and the guidance might be just forget about it. Go on with your day. Nothing may come to you. If nothing's coming to you, then it's not meant to come to you. Then yeah. go on with your day. Right. But sometimes you'll have a very strong desire to, to like make it happen to, to visit the dealership, to journal on it, to get specifics, to start making it real. So it's both, but listen to your guidance. For the month of July, I was really trying to attract a specific person to me. And I think deep down, I knew that this person wouldn't lift me up because mm -hmm. they were, I have codependency patterns. So he was basically like an alcoholic. But I was so intent on attracting, like going out on a date with him. And, and I think I did everything correctly. I manifested, I was trying to manifest it. I um, like trusted it. I saw it, I felt it. And then I let it go. And then I heard someone say on um, this other, she's like a YouTuber I listen to on attracting a specific person. If your energy is like up here at an 80 and the person you're trying to manifest is that like a low vibrational frequency at like a 30 you're not going to attract them because you're not on the same energy wavelength do you sure. agree with that i well yeah that that's absolutely like metaphysically speaking that's absolutely accurate because that like that would not those two wavelengths are so different however you can abs you can dip into people, you know, it, what has to happen is either you dip or for whatever reason they, they rise and then you can meet. Like, uh, I've heard Abraham tell stories of, and I feel like similar things have happened to me. I know some other things have happened to me, but it's like, listen, if you're on your way to, if you're trying to force yourself to go meet somebody, but they're like not 
anywhere near your vibration. There's like a force field that happens, like your car will break down or something's going to happen that will not, there'll be a massive traffic jam and it's not going to let you visit, like you just, because you just aren't vibing, right? So it's not going to let you go anywhere where you don't vibe with. So it's true. And it's like, I'm, I've, I know I've had situations where it's like, you know, you, like you get the traffic jams and you're like, why didn't this work out? Or like you wanted to go this way and that was closed and you, da, 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 or whatever, whatever it was. That's why you always trust too. If it didn't, if it's not working out, it's because there's something much better for you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's absolutely true. I would agree with that. Yeah. No. Which is also why with relationships, um, what I'll teach today, one of the laws actually is spiritual, but yeah, you want to focus on the essence because when you get into the essence, you're actually going to get what you want. A lot of the times we think, no, but this person is the essence. But I'm telling you, if that person was the essence, it would be a very easy match. It would be easy. It would be effortless. It would, the universe, it would happen. So if it's not, as much as you may think that they're a match, the universe is saying not, not quite. So at least not yet. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Because like, the universe has been preventing me from seeing this person. I, I was seeing them almost every day. And then for the last month, like things have come up that I can't see him. And I'm like, all right, I trust. <laughs> that force knows what's best for me and I have to just trust that something better is for me 100% yeah okay cool you have to believe that you can have your dream relationship that's the first thing if you're going into it with any kind of manifesting and it's like I would love this but there's I just I don't believe it I don't think it's going to happen I don't you know whatever yeah right university yeah, right blah blah um the chances of you not seeing it, not recognizing it, not listening to guidance, um, sabotaging it, even if it were to come because you really don't believe it can be that good, are, are like 99.999%, right? So start. it's got to start with the belief. It's got to be really ingrained in you like, yeah, this is absolutely possible and this is what I want and I'm not going to settle or sabotage or sacrifice in any way for what I really want. So that's really the first thing. You need to believe that you can have what you want. Especially in love especially in love, especially with, with the ladies I work with, um, understand that you have so much power to create your dream love life. You really do. The thing that gets in our way, um, the two biggest things is not believing in it um, and then not feeling worthy of it. Like really not, and it, a lot of the times that unworthiness stuff is, is unconscious. Um, and that's why we do this work because we start to like dig up what we really want. We start to dig up what's holding it back. We start to see what's really going on. So you have the power to create your dream love life. You absolutely do. And it can happen. It can manifest in such a way that it literally is a mirror to like the dreams you're getting to like what the magic, what spirit, like the, the highest path that spirit has to offer you. It can literally, it can be shown to you and manifest in a way that's literally from your dream. So you have so much power creating your dream love life. Okay. When you believe in something wholeheartedly, you can have it. Okay. And this is actually true in all areas of your life. Um, I give myself full permission to have my dream relationship and it's safe. It's safe when, when that dream person, whatever relationship comes and you're feeling like perhaps like, holy shit, like overwhelmed and awe inspired. And you're like, oh my God, can it be this good? Like, oh my God, what if I mess it? All those fears it, it come up. So remind yourself, no, it is, I'm safe here. It's, it's meant to be really good. I give myself permission to let it be this good. I'm going to bask in it, flow in it, accept it, let it come, that sort of thing. 
that's the first thing you got to believe you got to believe that you can have it that it's absolutely yours that it's not impossible that it's 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 meant to be like you're meant to have dream love you're meant to have an effortless love you're meant to have what you really really desire to have um the second law is which one do i want to go with um in order to in order to manifest what you really really want you actually have to connect the essence of it right we can't focus on something and say, I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want this support, you know, and think that we're going to attract, but I do, you know, what we do want, we have to, we have to tune into what we do want. We have to tune into that channel. Right. So the examples I gave, I think are pretty good. Meaning that if, you know, you catch yourself saying there's just no good men where I'm at. Um, I just can't find, I just, I just, well, here was one I heard recently. Um, all of these kind of men are all messed up. Meaning there was, I had a, working with a girl who um, is around a lot of military men. She's just like, I really just don't want a military men. Like they are all like traumatized and all this stuff. And I'm like, well, that may have been definitely true in her experience. But to say that, to have that blanket statement in a world of men that she happens to be surrounded by, to say that every one of them is traumatized. It's like, well, that's really one that's going to attract it. But two, that's like really limiting because that's probably not true. I don't think every single every single military man is traumatized. I, I actually personally know really healthy, awesome military men, like yeah. quality men. So it's just interesting that she's had, yeah, so there's a lot going on there. But as an example, if you catch yourself saying all men are just blah, cheaters, terrible, blah, well, that's what we actually invite, right? It's honestly, it's like what we subconsciously are looking for to protect ourselves. It's a good thing, really, but just no, catch yourself what you really believe, right? Another thing I hear a lot is I'm running out of time why aren't men chivalrous anymore? Like, why aren't they like, you know, gentlemen or whatever, right? If you catch yourself saying these things, um, there's a good chance that you are saying them. It's on a loop, right? And the more you focus on what you don't want, the more you actually keep attracting it, right? So affirmations, journaling work, mindset work really, really works. Very powerful. The way you powerfully and easily attract what you really want is to reframe, is to redirect, is to use all of that evidence what you don't want, the contrast, to bring clarity. Okay, well, what do I want, right? So instead of what I teach, especially with relationships, instead of just getting like, all right, well, what I do want is I want a healthy, you know, I want a healthy guy. I want a chivalrous guy. I want um, whatever you'd want. Actually, I'll ask you, have you created a list before of what you want in a relationship? Yes, many times. Many times, okay. Yeah, most people have. So I actually want you to take that to the next level. Feel free to use what you've written before. Feel free to start all over again. There's no, there honestly is nothing wrong with going over your beliefs over and over because repetition is powerful. Um, As long as it's coming, not not from I have to do this, it's coming from, okay, well, let me tune back into the energy place. I really want you to think about what would I consider like a dream person and a dream relationship, like both in the person, both in the relationship, write it down, like be bold about it, like be unapologetic. You get to attract whatever you want, right? But we have to ask for it. We have to ask, asking it is given. When the doubts and stuff like that come up, you think like, this is too good to be true. Um, then you and like, like notice that that's good to notice, right? Cause we want to believe fully that we're getting, this is about the feeling too, by the way, this is all about the way it makes the essence of what you're getting, right? So you're attracting this person that, you know, is soma, is twin, whatever, but 
the essence of it, no matter what the title is, it's like this person is just such an incredible match for you. Like he's, he's so loving and your heart just like, you know, it, what's a better word? It like, you know, just blooms when you're around there. You can feel your heart just opening and you feel like deeper. He feels fully seen and fully held and fully loved. And he's so generous, right? He's so generous. Like he just loves to take care of you. He pampers you. Like he wants to be that man for you. And you feel so well taken care. You feel like nothing, like you feel like if he can, he will. And he wants to like provide you with it. You feel like such a goddess with him. Right. And you said generous and care. So it's like, you're really dropping into that feeling place. And so as you drop into that feeling place, when the doubts come up or when the, the limits come up saying, this is so crazy, there's no way there's a man like this, then from around that and say, you know, I, I'm giving myself, it goes back to the three things we mentioned before, I, you know, I'm giving myself full permission to believe in this. Like, I believe if the universe is giving me the wherewithal to, to dream this, to visualize this, to even think about it, it's got to be there. I, there's, I'm willing to believe that there's great men like this out there. I'm willing to believe that only other great men like this out there, but there's someone like this looking for me, looking for me. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I'm attracting dream love. I'm not attracting regular everyday what do I see other people experiencing love? I'm attracting dream love. Like I've discovered the secrets of the universe. I'm working with the laws of attraction. I'm working with universal laws, the energy that creates worlds. Like I'm creating a dream relationship. So work on the belief, anything that, anything within you that's saying this is too good to be true. This is a unicorn, i.e. not real. Say no, no, those are old fears. Those are old beliefs. That's old um, experiences that I've witnessed others create. I've seen other people manifest and I've watched what they've manifested. It has nothing to do with I, what's what I can manifest. And um, nothing's too good to be true. Nothing's too good to be true. And that the better it gets, the better it gets. You know what I mean? So work on that too. Because that is the truth. That is the truth. It just keeps getting better. And what you'll see, whether it's, you know, with your home, with your car, with your relationships, what you'll probably see is a natural progression as you start expecting better and like choosing better for yourself as you start to desire and asking the universe I want a better feeling relationship I want a dream feeling relationship you'll start to notice a gradual improvement in the relate in the people that you spend not only yeah in the people that you spend your time with people that you're attracted to um, the people that really don't vibe with that you'll become less and less attracted to so it's, in my experience, it's not that you have a massive quantum leap like the next day where it's like all of a sudden this unicorn came out, but you, you stay on this path. You, you tend to the energy work and the inner work around this and you will gradually be tuning the dial and it becomes less pretty soon what you used to feel like, whoo, way out there. It's like, look, why wouldn't I have thought I could have this? Why would I expect, why would you expect anything less than feeling like you're with a man who absolutely loves you and adores you and wants to take care of you and is a generous, kind man. Like, why would you, you know what I mean? It's like, why does anybody ask for that? Why do people put up? Like, honestly, like that's the point where it's like, and I get it, you know, but like, cause I, I've been there too, but God, yeah, I've been, I look back at some of my, you know, past choices. I'm like, what the hell was I thinking? Like, this is so, you know, I'm serious, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I love that's coming up because it's just means, oh, this is where I get to work on like what I expect and what I believe in. Rule number one, what you believe in is really what you get. Um, what I expect and what I believe in, and also what I'm vibrating because if I'm expecting this and I'm anticipating this and I'm believing in it and I'm feeling into it and I'm affirming this, then I'm actually vibrating with that the belief and then also make sure you take time getting into the energy getting to the feeling how would it feel to be with 
just like that kind of guy that's just like so loving so soul connected to you it's very effortless it feels safe he's he's just such a generous guy he's such a generous guy like he's just really he he cares about your well-being all these other things like how would that feel wow that would feel who just like settling in my body my hips like i sit better when i think about that wow i feel into that okay so the third law is the dramas and this is where a lot of um again the inner work comes into play the dramas that we experience in our relationships uh are basically mirroring dramas going on within ourselves. well it came from like a neediness place for sure um but it felt like you know things started off really great and then it's like he cares less and less like what's going on and it would be a pattern for a lot of women it's like yeah now it feels like doesn't care as much or now it feels like he's just not as attentive or now it feels like things sort of fizzle down and then they get worried about it and so we're like okay well what's if if you feel like in your relationship there's more distance and more space and less connection going on and that's what's going on in your relationship well what would that be mirroring internally right because it's always a mirror we got to look at that we got to understand spiritually this is what's going on and um and you can come to your own conclusions if you see if you ever come across this issue um even in the dating world even in the dating world if you're coming across this might be more applicable to you and this is what happens a lot too i get uh women that get really frustrated because they feel like well i'm just i just want to meet the one i don't want i keep i don't want to go on dates i don't want to meet guys i don't want to meet duds i don't want to be i'm tired of meeting not quite the right guy right so i'm like okay well if the drama of what you're experiencing is that you don't you're not meeting people that really resonate with you that align with you if you keep meeting dud after dud after dud if that's the the drama going on going on in your outer life well, what's the reality i'll even ask you this one i want you to tap in if you feel like if someone came to you and was like lauren like i don't get it like i'm ready i know what i want i have a vision of what i want i'm feeling into what i want and I'm going out there meeting people. It feels right to meet people. I want to meet people. I'm ready to meet people. But it's like, I just can't find him. He's just not there. What do I do, right? So someone's coming to you and they're, what would you think might be going on internally? I would think that they're either, like they don't believe it's possible or maybe they're subconsciously, at least for me, like I'm very scared of, true intimacy like you think you want it but then you realize at least within me there's so many internal blockages to it because of my past situation so if you keep attracting people that are like emotionally unavailable it might be because you're emotionally unavailable ah, yes right people that just aren't connecting with you right or may not be emotionally available emotionally unavailable well, there's a good chance that it's showing you where you're actually not connected with you. You're not, your light's not on. You're not really connected with your own heart. When that gets corrected, when you get lit up and, and lit on, um, you may not meet people that are, you know, the, the, you may not meet the perfect one the next day, but you're going to be having, like, you're going to be attracting other people who are also lit up who are also emotionally connected, who also are vibrating on the wavelength that you're now vibrating on, right? If you're vibrating on a length of, I'm, I, I, I'm, I have no patience for this. I don't even know, like you said, I don't even know if this is gonna happen. I'm 
mad, lonely, angry. I'm still, you know, I'm still sort of pissed off about, you know, the guy from last year who like broke my heart. How could someone do that? And secretly, I think all men are like, this is bull crap. And so you're vibrating on a wavelength where it's like, you don't really believe it's out there. You don't want to waste, you feel like you're wasting your time. That meeting people isn't, you're not going to meet good people, whatever it is, you're going to, that's exactly what you're going to attract. So you hit it right on the head. So the answer is always to wait where, like what, is going on within me? Where do I need to reconnect with my heart? Where do I need to reconnect with my joy? Where do I need to reconnect my like optimism or whatever it is? When we start connecting with yourself, when you when your light comes back on, when you're moving from a place of positive expectancy, of hope, of 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 loving to meet people, of knowing that the right ones out there, and then the journey to meeting them is is part of the process. Then you're going to attract other people that are excited to meet you and hopeful about you, but not needing you to be the right one. There's also a lot of expectation going on too. When we come into, that's holding on with a tight hand. If we come into expecting that I have to meet the next one or else this whole process is shit. Well, those high expectations are actually masking a deeper unmet need. And so basically it's like, we're putting this, you know, we're putting these people, these human beings on this like pedestal, like, please, please be the right one. Because if you're not, I'm going to lose my cool. And like, that's not anybody's job to, to keep you in your center, right? That's your job. So that's what needs to come first. So if you're coming into, you know, dating with like crazy high expectations, meaning you're expecting them to, to be the one or to be something that you need to, you know, whatever, um, you're probably going to attract other people that are coming in and like coming in and like judging you and expecting you. Like if you're not the right one, then women are shit. Like if you were to reverse the situation and you're on a date with a guy that was like, like you could tell was assessing you and like, looking to see if you were the one and kind of looking to see where you mess up and like just basically judging you and not actually seeing you as a human. That is super, like, how would that make you feel? It would be a huge turn off to say the least. Huge turn off. Like what's, what's this guy's deal? Like, dude, like relax, chill, like chill, you know, let's have fun. Like we're on the journey together. So not change the other person. You can only change yourself. But as you change yourself, you actually change the relationship. And this actually goes into the fifth law as well. The fifth law is you must give to yourself what you're wanting to get from another. So they kind of, they're, they're one and the same. These actually are really more, I mean, they can, they can work in the dating, excuse me, work in the dating scene. As I just mentioned, like if you're coming in with these expectations, like this guy has to fit what you're looking for or like everything shit. Well, you're expecting this guy to fill a really unmet need, a really need of like a, a, an emotional disconnection with self. Um, so it happens in the dating world. It also happens in relationships. So just know, knowing that it's never really about the other. Yes, we can talk about boundaries. Yes, we can talk about um, being in tune with um, what's really in alignment for you. Yes, we can talk about dating and being in relationships with wisdom. But ultimately, um, it's not about like blaming the other for things that are really our responsibility. Just a good reminder, right? And uh, you must give to yourself what you're wanting to get from another. So for instance, in the dating scenario, you're going in, you feel really disconnected from self, you feel really unhappy, you may have be pessimistic about the, the journey, the process to meeting dream love. So you're going into a relationship just like needing the, the next person to be the right one. Because if not, you're going to lose your cool, right? Well, okay. So if we know that that drama is really more about a disconnect from within, then the question is, okay, I'm feeling, I'm feeling disconnected to the people I'm meeting, which must mean I'm, it's mirroring a disconnection to my own self, because otherwise that wouldn't be a thing. 
Um, so what am I needing to give to myself? And I'll actually turn it on you. What do you think you'd be needing if you're feeling disconnected from yourself? What do you, or when you feel disconnected from yourself, Lauren, what usually helps you to reconnect to your heart, reconnect to your well-being? Just being very attentive to myself. And, and I actually journaled on this question. I said, what am I looking to get from this person? And how can I give that feeling to myself? I did this like a couple weeks ago and it really came down to like feeling adored and feeling appreciated and just feeling unconditionally cared for and loved. Yeah. Bingo. Good. You're so good. Right. And so imagine just giving that to yourself. Imagine like giving yourself your own adoration, like your own praise, your own, your own soulmate, right? That is the secret. That is the ultimate secret of soulmates. When you are a soulmate to yourself, when you are in such a space of just like love and that, that to me, that taps into that flow space, that magic space. It's like being in that now moment. I'm just so like present and I'm here and nothing's wrong and nothing's gone wrong. And like, I'm exactly where I'm meant to be. And I, and you just, in love or in appreciation or just in the complete flow of the moment that's alignment right and in that space you're flowing you're flying the forces are moving with you you're not forcing it you're not going against the current you're going with this powerful current that's a state of love that's that's a high vibrational state that's source connection right all of that is when you give that to yourself then you start seeing that in other people. You start seeing other people that are connected and will adore you and appreciate you and see the light in you. It's just a totally different paradigm. I wouldn't settle for anyone or anything less. I wouldn't stress about things not working out because I ultimately know I can't mess up what is meant for me and I would fully appreciate and enjoy the journey. Beautiful. Would anything in like your current reality be different? Um, I don't, I don't know. That's a really good question because I've kind of just been like very happily single. And I think part of me doesn't even, not that I don't want a dream love, but I'm not sure if I'm ready for a relationship right now because I feel like I, I truly want to just love myself right now. Like, I don't know, um, not that I'm not capable of loving someone else, but I've really just been very happy with myself and just doing me. Okay. Um, I don't know what would be different, if anything would be different right now. That's a, that's a good question to journal on. Okay. Interesting. Um, so let's dig into that. Uh, cause we're, you know, we're with calling in love, what I coach and recommend is then when you're clear on what you want and you're ready to attract it, you know, the next step is to put yourself out there, get a little bit vulnerable and say, okay, I'm ready. I'm looking for love. And there's some, I think there's very practical action steps that you can take that open up channels for that to come in, i.e. dating. And so this is usually where the resistance comes up. I talk to women about dating. They're like, oh, I don't really, and then, you know, I don't really, I don't want it. I don't want to meet people. I don't want, and, just, and dating's so hard and, and I have all this, it's, to me, it's like a bunch of resistance. I'm like, yeah, but you got like, that's, that's part of life. Like, what do you want to sit in your room all day? Just hope that he comes to your door and then that's it. Like, that's not, 
fun. You don't learn anything that way. And also, you know, also, yeah, to me, I just see it really as resistance because um, it's kind of like you want your ideal body, but you don't want to do any of the necessary steps. You know, I just wanted to, and it's like, so the question is, it's like, okay, well, you can either, you know, not do the necessary steps. You cannot get your butt up and get it moving and do what the body needs to do, but then suffer the consequences of that later. Or you can go through like temporary little struggles of, okay, well, I've got to now get this fixed up or put myself out there or whatever and open my heart, get vulnerable, whatever, to begin meeting people, do that sort of like the necessary evils, if you will, that will get you an, an obvious outcome. It's, gonna, it's going to open you up. It's going to open your channels, right? So it's kind of like, what would you rather? Would you rather have the pain of having it take forever, basically, is what I've seen, or just getting on with it and, and enjoying the process? Long? And then on top of that, too, the thing about dating is like, it's really not, dating is really not what people are afraid of. What I've come to find out, it's not that it's dating, but it's the, the baggage that we bring with us to dating, right? Because if we can let go of like, Again, if we can vibrate in alignment with self, we're going to attract, regardless of whether or not that's the right person, we're going to attract a really fun experience. We're going to draw out the best of this person. And you're going to find people falling in love. What you're going to find out, my experience was, was that when I really wholeheartedly was like, I'm ready for this and I will do my part and I will go out and meet the people I'm here to meet and learn what I'm here to learn and become the woman I'm here to become so I can be a match. And part of that is getting feedback from the dating process. And what I learned is when I showed up with, with just a happy heart and like being sincerely interested in the person I was with and getting to know them and not having any expectations at all, but just seeing where it goes, you know, holding my exclusivity, holding, holding my exclusivity as a gift, meaning I'm not going to tie myself down to, to the first decent guy that came around. I was like, I'm going to vet you all. I dated multiple people until I threw until I was willing to, to, until, you know, I didn't, until I went exclusive with now my, my now fiance. But like what I learned was that when I showed up in that really heart centered place, people like, I had to reject a lot of people. Like people were falling in love with me. Let's just be honest. I just, I felt really loved and adored. And I felt like, well, I bring out, and I think that they felt really, I think what it was, was what I, what I know now, what I believe I know now what it was, was especially with men, when you come in and you are with, you're, you're there with them and you're, you're a, a safe place to just be, they don't feel like they're being judged. They feel like you're really interested in them and curious about them. And they feel like, just like it would feel good for someone to be genuinely interested in you. It's like, people love that. We, we crave that, right? We crave that connection. And, and so, you know, so it was just like, I, it was a process where I felt like, damn, like, I felt, it made me feel really good about myself. And then I just felt like I was a very, you know, desirable, loving, um, quality woman that deserved the right match. And I had experiences that validated that. And then when I was real, you know, ready to settle down, it was with someone that was, I vetted and it was like, it wasn't just some guy that came along. Like, and I, so la la la. So that's why I say it's a, it's, it's an important part of the process. I have found it to be an important part of the process. So if, so it's interesting that hear you say that, because if you feel like, thinking about that, meeting people, like truly meeting people and connecting with people and going in that journey to find 
to vet the right one for you. If that is just like not where your heart's at, you really want to be single. That's an important awareness because you definitely want to go into this process with, with a sincerely, with, with a sincere heart. If you go in with a half kind of like, eh, I don't, people will feel that and you're not going to get the best out of people. And I don't think you're going to be vibrating at the right place that really sets yourself up to attract the highest quality human. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm getting emotional because um, my ex-boyfriend and I, that I, I, I wish him the best. Like I have no ill feelings towards that relationship. We broke up in, in like March and it wasn't until July that I really, I downloaded the dating apps, which I wanted to ask you your opinion on, but I, I am not on them anymore because I went on one date and the guy actually like sexually assaulted me. So I was really turned off to the idea of, of dating, especially on apps, because I had that experience. And I know we can't wait at home for Prince Charming to show up at our doorstep, but I feel like in the 21st century, really how you meet people is on these apps. And if I'm not willing to go there, then I'm not sure, you know, how yeah. I'll about it. Because I think you said that something like this had happened before, or you had like, did something like this happen before to you? Yeah. Yeah, I was in um, my first semester of college, I was sexually assaulted. And then I got into a relationship at 21, where I thought this person was my dream love. And I believe they were meant to be in my life. They were a soulmate, but not for long term because of what I had to learn from that relationship. But he was very abusive, like physically, sexually and everything. So then it's like I, I don't trust my taste in men because I always automatically assume something's wrong with them. Right, right. Okay. That's a big block for me. Yeah. Okay. This is good. Um, yeah. So energy-wise, spiritually-wise, when we're talking about people that are um, abusive, um, that, uh, I'll say, exploit us, or they basically, you know, take advantage of us, our vulnerabilities, our weaknesses, um, yeah, I always, I always preface this by saying like, this is not, this is not your fault. Like, this is not like you didn't deserve to attract it. Like this obviously means there's something within you that attracted it. So it's kind of like you deserve it. And like, like, I don't believe that at all. Cause I think there are shitty people in the world. Yeah. Um, I mean, there just are that that's the contrast. That's how it is. There's also a lot of really good people too, though. Yeah. Um, so the first work with that, though, from an energy standpoint, if you're willing to believe that as you um, heal and forgive whatever within you. So this, this always leads me back to um, hope, hope, open, open, open. Do you know what I'm saying when I say that? Yeah. Right. It sounds like really corny, but it's, it works. It really works. Um, and I, a per, uh, somewhat personal, um, I guess, testimony, but not really. So my mom, she grew up in a very like, a, like sexually abusive household. And so I always, all my life growing up, I heard she was very always afraid for me um, about my experiences with men, older men, not so much, not always so much with the men I dated, but I just remember growing up giving book, getting, you know, stories and books and le lessons about this is not okay to be touched here and da, da, da. Mm -hmm. And so that was sort of, uh, that was always, yeah, that was always, it was, yeah, it was kind of always just present. 
And, but I watched her, um, I watched her heal through that and forgive the people in her life that she needed to forgive. Um, um, yeah, it was a really spiritual journey for her. Um, I'm trying to figure out how I want to like say this, but basically it's a pro it's, it, it comes down to ultimately first a process of reconnecting back with you and in, in your body and in your heart and in your worth um, and reconnect and, and not having, not being like gaslit or um, not being, you know, cause you can get around people that will uh, abusers that will make you feel like, it's yeah. your fault or your wrong, right? So realizing you don't deserve to be treated that way and healthy people don't do that to other people. Healthy yeah. people do not abuse other people. They do not, yeah. um, at least not consciously. And, you know, and in those ways. So, um, yeah, so that's the first thing is sort of get your reality back, get your reality back, which is getting your power back. Um, I think one of the biggest, so yes, you can figure out for yourself, but I think one of the biggest wounds I've seen with people that have dealt with that sort of trauma is they, it really affects their sense of worth and it really affects their sense of power. It, it, um, there can be like a powerlessness that happens because of it. So yeah. like feeling like I'm powerless to experience this or I'm powerless, like I'm powerless. I, I feel powerless around men because I'm much more vulnerable and tinier than, than so the first step would be to reconnecting back to a reality, to your reality that you're a high value person that doesn't take away from your worth. Um, and you deserve the dream relationship. So that can kind of tie into why you may not believe that or expect that because the thing about trauma is it warps. It, it does it warp temporarily, depending on how we heal. It can, it really warps. It distorts our, it negatively distorts our reality, our perception of reality, our, our expectations are, it distorts, it, it puts it on a weird trail. And so the process to coming back to that higher trail is, it comes back to forgiveness. It's a long story where I'm getting it. It comes back to forgiveness, but you can't, it, forgiveness in the, in the sense that it's not about condoning, but it's about understanding what within you became warped because of this experience. So whether it was worthiness, whether it was a sense of powerlessness, I, there's just like, like, I won't be able to attract this. These people aren't out there or like, I'm, now I'm scared and I feel powerless to attract good people. It's yeah. getting that back. First question is always, what am I feeling? Like, what am I truly feeling? I'm feeling, I'm feeling really just like, for instance, I'm feeling the idea of like dating or meeting people or meet, even meeting a dream relationship. It makes me really sad. I'm feeling really sad. Okay, second question. Well, what's this about? What is this sadness about? Well, I feel really sad because it's like, there's a big part of me that feels like it's hopeless. Like, what's the point? I just, I, I, I feels really disconnected from, from this reality. It feels really far away. It feels almost impossible. Okay. And then you kind of just talk with yourself. Okay. That's totally understandable. I understand why you would feel that way. I understand why you would feel sad. I understand why you would feel powerless. This, these shitty things happen. And, the, and if you want to put it on the law of attraction perspective, it's, it's no surprise when you see patterns, when you see someone that has been hurt, has had an initial trauma, so it warped something within them, not their fault, not your fault. That's what trauma does to all of us. It, it puts us in a fierce survival state. It just, it changes, it changes us. And so we, you know, heal it, whatever, learn from it. Whatever. So it warps us. And then that warped, it, what's a good example? Like 
here you are, you come in this pure divine state. You're a star, you're magnetic, you're energy, you're spirit, you're beautiful, right? Bing, we get hit by a trauma, bing. So now, instead of that clear radiation, that's kind of boom, 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 right? Boom, boom, and now we're kind of going out with that little bit of a warp. And so we're getting feedback. Whoa, I keep attracting, I keep seeing this, attracting this, everything. Even I worked with um, women, a woman in particular who had a, at a young age, she had a, she was sexually abused. And everywhere she's like, you know, she wanted to heal it because she's like, I just, everywhere, every time I see, you know, a man with a little girl, all I can see is abuse. And she's like, I know not all men are like that. And I don't want to see this. So I really want to heal this. And so I say that because that's what it does to us. Everything we see, everything, it just, it, you know, it changes that, that, whatever that word is. So, so there's that. So then you see it in the patterns, you see it with what you expect, you see it with what you observe. It's a, it's a mirror of what's going on within you. So then you say, okay, but what am I feeling? You know, where did this come from? What, what, what is the reason for this? And then you just sort of ask yourself, well, what is it I need? What, is, what does my heart need to feel safe? What does my heart need to feel powerful again? What does my heart need to feel, um, you know, cared for? I think, I think those are the two things. What does my heart need to feel really powerful in this world, really empowered really solid really grounded really in my body safely in my body and then just whatever comes up you you're going to have to reparent yourself so that that hit impact begins to sort of it takes a different form um you know that that it uh, the stuff we go through it's always going to be there but it we get to the way we when we pull out wisdom like I, I look at like these traumas and these experiences and these fears and all that stuff as like, as like a surface to, um, to gifts. There's like a truly a gift. There's a power underneath it. And so it's not that you take it away, but it's that you sort of, it grows from it, whatever. So what, so that what I would say to you is then, so figure out, okay, so what in my heart got, you know, what do I need? What do I need to feel safe and empowered? And really secure in this universe what do i need to trust that's a good question what do i need to really trust in myself in in my judgment and in my vibration and in, in god in the universe what do i need and see what comes up and then go into a reframe and so then you go into um what i would do in a situation like this what i've done in other situations it's like okay this is what happened this is what i'm feeling feeling really sad i'm feeling really scared i'm feeling really scared like i don't i'm tired of experiencing this right and then you just kind of paint yourself, okay, Madeline, like I told that is totally understandable why you would feel that way. Like I get that. That is not right. No one deserves to be, no one deserves that. And right now you're on a journey, total journey of healing. And I know you're going to get there. And there's a part of me, a bigger part of me that absolutely knows that dream love is available. I've seen it in my life. I've seen it great teachers that are teaching this i've seen not only great teachers are teaching this now but great teachers thousands of years ago have taught about you know this power this 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 true love this the ability to ask and it is given so i just i believe that's there and i'm willing i'm willing to continue believing in it and i'm willing to continue to give myself to be with myself to nurture myself in the ways that i need to be nurtured until that wound heals itself until i i i, I whatever i might i get around this right the care, the trust, the safety, the just the deep love, soulmate connection. And then you see that and then you, you, you connect with the, the future you that's there, 
right? All time exists. There is a future. There's a trajectory right now that you can tap into that will take you there. It's just not manifested yet. It's not the, the potential hasn't been crystallized, but it's there. I want to be alone isn't so much because I don't want, you know, that dream love. I'm very much open to it, but I know that part of me did attract those experiences, not saying it was my fault, but, you know, we attract how we feel about ourselves, which True. validates what we think about ourselves. So I know that um, I think if I don't heal that within me, I'm just going to keep attracting traumatic like experiences. So that's why, you know, I've, I've been trying to solely focus on healing myself. Yeah figure out what the impact it's had on your heart. So where's your heart? Like, what are you really feeling? Right. Those two questions. What am I feeling? Go into that. This forgiveness is ultimately about, to me, it's about just acceptance. This happened. And I'm, and, and, and the thing about, um, when we don't forgive, it's like, we're like, it's like holding onto the stroke and I'm mad and this was so not right, right. And we may not consciously know we're doing this, but energetically, it's like, we're holding on. When we forgive, we let it go. And so we have no more attachment to it. It happened. But there's no charge it's just an experience it's it's wisdom now let's start with a fresh slate with wisdom with clarity about what you want right deeper clarity a deeper belief deeper belief in ourselves deeper trust in ourselves deeper love for ourselves let's see where this takes us it's ultimately about you stepping back into your power you are not powerless to to this to men to whatever you get to attract what you want you absolutely get to attract what you want and as you go through the spiritual laws that we just went through right always tuning in what is this mirror of what am i feeling what do i need to embody what do i need to give myself as you as you honest to god apply these principles it will change what you experience 100 fold i do feel like certain traumas are still stuck in my body so i keep coming back to cutting those cords of attachment with particular energies or past situations because I, I do feel like they are still there. Um, that's definitely like a, a large focus for me. The, the meditations are great. Um, I think the journaling is really helpful. Something that I've been doing is when I journal, I listen to like solfeggio frequencies, which I found to be very healing. So that's, that's really, for me, it's just letting go of the past um, and certain people. So that's probably the biggest thing for me. And like you said, trauma kind of rewires your brain to think you're not valuable or it affects your self-worth. So for me, it's just kind of been unlearning those patterns and trying to re rewire my brain to feel good enough. And deserve yeah. It. yeah, totally. So the takeaway is that when it is meant to be, it should be easy. I won't force it. Focus on forgiving, acceptance, and letting go of what is no longer serving me. Work on embodying the feeling of love. See love all around me. Become love and show myself the love that I want from others. And bless and release. Madeline is a very big role model in my life. And she is both intelligent and kind. As I said, it wasn't your straightforward interviewed format I'd been doing, but I'm happy to have the opportunity to take you through a one-on-one -on -one coaching session with this beautiful soul. Madeline really emphasizes, and what I've learned is that you attract what you are. LOA isn't so much about thinking or seeing, which is definitely important, but it's more so emphasizing 
the feeling. Feel your vision, embrace your dreams, and know that they are within reach. You are capable and deserving. In order to attract true love, we have to become love. We must see love everywhere and trust it will happen in the right place at the right time. Give yourself what you are looking to receive from someone else and ultimately believe the universe supports you. It's yours, baby. (laughs) Remember, we cannot know love without hate. We cannot know light without darkness. We can't know true strength without ever having felt weak. We cannot appreciate real joy if we have never experienced adversity. I hope you took something great away from this week's episode. I know I had a lot of fun recording this. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you would like to be on the show, if you would like to set up an interview or have any recommendations for content or suggestions, please feel free to get in contact with me. And I would love it if you could share and rate the show so far, preferably, you know, higher stars than not, but (laughs) let's be honest. I am really looking to expand this and grow from this. I'm having so much fun and I hope you enjoy the rest of your week. Thank you so much for joining.